0: It do what it do. What's up, fam? Bam! It's your girl, Just Be Real, and welcome back for another dope episode of Just Be Real podcast. Here we're on ale. We keep it real all day, all the time. So enough of me chatting. Let's get real. Yo, yo, yo! It is the last Sunday of June. I feel like June came and went. I feel like this year flew by because if you think about it, we're now halfway through the year. I feel like the year just started. Um, and the fact that we're in, as I was saying, the end- endemic. Um, there's only six more months left out the year, which is kind of crazy. But that also means there's two more months to my birthday. <laughs> Eight twenty-seven. You know what I'm saying, Virgo gang? Crazy. We're in Cancer season. Cancer then leo season then virgo season it's just a wild time but hopefully y'all doing well i know this week has been stressful and strenuous i left that bonus for y'all to talk about the heavy shit but today we're gonna be a little bit lighter i feel like we need to talk about something that's more necessary um and what i've been waiting to talk about for the longest and have this conversation only because I felt it was necessary for me to actually like deep delve because you're probably like, you've been talking about your move, you've been talking about your move, but we really don't know what the difference is. And as y'all can see with the way I've been putting out these episodes, even though I've been consistent, but y'all know I normally do every other Sunday. I lately I've been doing like back to back and then like taking breaks two weeks and then coming back with back to back. So that's kind of how it's been. It might be like that. I don't know. It's my podcast. I can do what I want. So in reality, it's a possibility that might be the new vibe or it just might be where I do it every other week. And then that's just how it is. We'll see. But as of right now, I've been liking pushing the content every two weeks so y'all don't get, y'all don't have to wait too long. But give y'all enough to marinate and have something to chew on a little bit. But um, I just feel like I deserve that bonus just to just to get my perspective if y'all cared because you know that 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 matters too. But nonetheless, just to give y'all my insight and my perspective how I felt towards it. Um, and I just feel like it's it's aging backwards. But we're not here for that. Y'all heard my good auntie Mary the 914, 914 Why yo why yo in the belt then? Um, coming in with gonna break through and that's pretty much what today's topic is called what i've been dying to tell y'all about so i can talk about my move and my transition in my life that i had happened recently so it's called breakthrough brand new uh pretty much where i'll be discussing pretty much how walking into my peaceful space in life and in the in love and um yeah in love look at y'all over here real like oh she gonna talk about her boo She gonna talk about I'm going to tell y'all what the in love of walking through my breakthrough um, and walking into a peaceful space, because I feel like sometimes we don't talk about that enough. We talk about the struggle, but we don't talk about how it is to overcome that hurdle in that struggle and what it is, how sometimes the environment you're in where you're living can have a real big impact on how you feel and how you pretty much move, Um, so I wanted to go ahead and make sure I got this episode out ASAP and I feel like it was necessary, especially today, given all the heavy weeks that we probably had emotionally and mentally, especially spiritually. I know I've had to unplug a couple times and just like find some things to smile about because it's just like, I don't want to let the negativity overpower me. And God always told me no weapon formed against me shall prosper. He just said they wouldn't form. And right now that's what I feel like. This, you know, the federal government is doing is it's a forming weapon, but it ain't going to prosper. So if y'all like me keeping the faith and actually out there speaking the words and actually walking the walk and talking the talk by using it whatever way possible. Whether you're the person that's the activist in the streets, the person like me where you're on the airwaves, spreading the knowledge to empower your people to enlighten them in ways that sometimes they don't grasp to make it a little bit easier, or if you're the person actually out there in the classroom doing the education, either way, just make sure that we're coming together to educate and elevate, to do the best we can because we literally are all we got. And I officially have the Amanda Seals quote down to the T, baby. We are each other's business and when we look out for each other, we lift each other up. Boom! Shout out to Amanda Sales. It's cancer season, so she's a cancer, so she's a little crabby. Psych, I'm just playing. But shout out to Amanda Sales. That saying now I officially have stuck because I don't know how many times I had to really just sit here and think about it like and make it a mantra. Um so breakthrough brand new, I'm going to talk about my transition. Um, I'm probably not one of the people right now who's in a space of transition, whether it be physically moving from another place, emotionally moving from another state of being, mentally where your mind changed, your mind has just shifted, or spiritually where you're taking a whole nother round of spirituality, whether that be religion or other aspects. Um, and I just feel like that's something that needs to be discussed because people always associate... Brand new with breakthroughs with the fact of you being physically um, in a space of change. And sometimes the breakthrough is done mentally. Sometimes it's intangible where we can't see it. Sometimes that breakthrough is so, so strong and so such a force field that it's so big that only we can feel the change you know what i'm saying and and sometimes it's like that where not everybody gets to experience it with you but it's okay because you know what it feels like and you know that if ain't nobody told you good good job good job okay you are doing it my brother you are doing it my sister and you know what we're gonna get to the other side of this and we're gonna do it together because you are my business you feel me um I appreciate the feedback. I appreciate the love I've been getting lately. Um, As, as many times, I've, I, I can honestly say this, as many times as I've wanted to literally walk away from this microphone. What? Yeah. There's been plenty of times when life has been lifing on me hard and with, as I've spoken about, Previously with my mental states, it is something I came out of, but it's it, it was a struggle. Like, should I do this? But then I had to realize this is my purpose. This is my assignment for me to speak, to share my stories, to share the information I have stored within my schema, to share what I know and share it with those who are willing to listen and to not just be a disappointment to myself, but to y'all. So like, I just felt like it's always been mandatory to push through. Um, because this is also my therapy. I know it's y'all are just hearing me, but I just love sharing the stories or sharing my people with y'all on, on, you know, on my podcast and just giving y'all different perspectives of people that I highly respect and people that I, I care about dearly. Um, I can't wait because there's another person coming on the podcast that I just, I know it's about to kill it. I can't wait for y'all to meet her um, and for her to just tell her story. But, yo, I got more people coming on. I don't want y'all to think it's just going to be me. I know as much as y'all probably love my amazing voice. But, um... I do got a couple guests I got trickling in at at some point, but I also want to make sure as I created this as Just Be Real podcast that I'm just being real with y'all and I'm giving you my perspective um, as well, which is a lot more of what you're here for. So let's get into it. Breakthrough brand new. Um, So as y'all know, April, I moved into another apartment Um, and let me tell you, the apartment I was in when I first got to the city I'm living in now, it was crazy. Like, it was literally the first apartment. My mom, I don't know why or how it happens, but like, she always finds my apartments that I move into. Well, prior to this one, and I take her word for it, and then they end up being shitty as hell towards the end. Like, I don't know what it is, if it's like a management sw- shift or what it is, but like, they go from sugar to shit, as she would say. And the wild part about that is for me is that from it going from sugar to shit, it's like it'd be good first year and then it'd be like, what the how am I living here? And that's kind of what it was in my old apartment complex Um, currently in the process of. (laughs) <laughs> I'm taking the Karen route with their asses if you know what I mean. And um my friends who know me knew I was struggling. So not on top of the time of what I shared with y'all me being unemployed for those 8 months, my ass was living in a fucking slum hole of a and I had a damn slumlord, okay? Um child, I don't I couldn't I couldn't even share the pictures with y'all. I can't cuz I just feel like it's just repulsive. But I'll just subscribe for y'all over this podcast so we can get from the breakthrough to the brand new. You know what I'm saying? You got to start from the foundation to where the story began before you get to where the story ends. So I was living in this apartment. I moved down here in 2018. And this is the apartment I've had literally for the last three years I've been here. Um, Well, three and a half if you want to be technical and i was like yo i kept saying i want to move i want to move but not having a job how the hell you gonna move when you got to show proof of income that you can afford where you're moving right so i was going through that transition and i was just like yo god like i just don't know like this this is just a lot and it was becoming overwhelming because living conditions were horrid there was roaches there were rats the size of cats i felt like i was back in fucking new york um, constantly had to buy my own preventatives because they were never sitting pest control, you know, for my, for the mice, um, for the roaches trying to, and mind you, if anybody who never been in my crib, I keep a clean house. I'm a Virgo. So like having shit in order and tightness and like cleanliness and organization is me. Like I don't like having my house in disarray. Like it may be disarray, which is to me disarray, but to somebody else, like it's order because my disarray is a little bit more extreme than most Um, so it's not really clutter, but it's clutter to me. So it was just getting overwhelming. Now, mind you, this apartment was a two bedroom, two bathroom apartment. And it was like 931 square feet. Right. So to me now, to where I'm at now, that's pretty small compared to where I live now. Right. And I thought it was the creme de la creme. Because mind you, me coming from Delaware in the one bedroom, that was about like, 800 900 square feet so i'm coming from a one bedroom to a two bedroom like and you don't realize over the years like especially with me because y'all know i like to shop how much stuff can accumulate in small spaces where it becomes clutter but it's like my space i would say in my apartment it was never hoarder vibes but you could tell i had a lot a lot of stuff so, like, my closets were full. Um, my coat closet was full. I can barely eat. The coat closets where I live is, like, pretty much, like, broom closets. They're they small as hell. I don't know why they like that. But, like, it was getting overpowered. Now, mind you, my second bedroom is my office. So, imagine all this stuff. Dressers, sneakers, clothes in the closet, and all this other stuff. And then I still got my normal dresser, and then a whole closet full of clothes, and, like, my bathroom in the, you know, the main bathroom. Like, it was crazy. So january a pipe had busted right um and where i lived on the first floor because i i lived in the first floor apartment on back there the first floor i lived on the first floor so majority of everything came to me so like i had an old futon out on my patio because them rats were so big trying to make an obstacle course from the little niggas because, like, I would find, like, one time I found a cat in my storage unit and was, like, living in my shit, like, cuddled up on my suitcases. So I blocked up the little entryway so, like, niggas wouldn't just feel that comfortable to fucking just come into my space. So, like, and it was crazy because, like, the grounds are never kept. It was ridiculous. But a pipe busted January 25th, and when it busted, since it was cold, like, it flooded. So, it flooded the whole, like, the whole, like, ground floor, right? But because my apartment is right where the sprinkler room is, and that's the, the my spare bedroom, which is technically my office, that water started gushing into my apartment where it was soaking up my carpet, okay? So, they claimed that there was going to be a water, water restoration people, whatever, to soak up the water. Then people came three times, y'all, and that water was still soaked. So that means that all that water that was still coming under my my carpet was literally water from the walls. So mind you, prior to this happening in December, before they changed the manager, property manager, I made a complaint about there being, I could hear squeaking in my wall, y'all yes Jess are you saying that you heard yes y'all I heard vermin in my wall I don't know if it was mice or what but I'ma say it was mice I used to see them little niggas running into the little sprinkler room and then when they opened the door when that pipe busted there were holes in like the cardboard and shit which means them little niggas was biting through which means I really feel personally because the hole was so small and because of the pressure cause I ain't never happened before it was them little niggas biting on that shit that got that shit busted but that's a whole nother theory right (coughs) excuse me so i'm like yo i keep hearing vermin now, i've been complaining about this since december we're now in january and ain't nobody came and people i'm like yo i feel like they're gonna mess with them pipes lo and behold that's what happens pipes bust water still soaked so now we're on week two my carpet is still wet they've had the carpet people come twice at this point they're trying to run on my electricity bill by having a damn fan uh no not gonna happen and i'm telling him like yo you need to come lift this carpet because How you not gonna lift the carpet after it's been sitting here for two weeks and it had like this mildew smell, which means I know it had to be mold. Now, let me tell y'all, y'all, the carpet started to come apart piece by piece. I could pull up the carpet and really lift it, and when I'm lifting it, there's pieces of the carpet coming apart. Y'all y'all, y'all envisioning this with me? Not to add insult to injury. Mind you, in 2021, the ceiling where the HVAC room is. In my apartment busted because there was a leak Upstairs in the apartment above me Which busted a hole and there was Black mold and the motherfuckers Never came to fix it So what do I do I'm Jackie's daughter I call the health department The health inspector comes He finds other violations outside Of the ones I complained about So here we are so now we got the health department State health department involved And all this and I'm keeping him updated Now what do lo and behold y'all like Remember I told y'all I moved in April right Lo and behold, while I'm moving, I've been packing since like February and I didn't want to start packing. I was going to pack sooner than that. Luckily, I didn't, which is the week before that pipe busted because all of my clothes and all of my shit would have been wet. Now, don't get me wrong. Some of my shit was wet. And mind you, remember when I told you the pipe busted last year when I cleaned out my, my bedroom closet? A lot of my shit was molded. I didn't even know it was molded because they never came to properly extradite the area. So, let's all keep this in mind. This is not the second time. This is the first. This is like the third time this carpet's been wet. So, they've never pulled it up. So, mind you, I'm wheezing with black mold. Like, I'm complaining like a mug because this is unhealthy living conditions. So, we come to like end of February, beginning of March. I'm taking my clothes out that spare bedroom closet. It's a whole thing of black mold growing through the walls, y'all. And I'm complaining, and this girl's like, the the landlady, like, the manager, like, oh, don't worry about it. They come and just spray it. No, you're supposed to have a black mold expert come out and check the walls because whatever. Now, not to add insult to injury, I'm still hearing these little motherfuckers scratching in the walls. And when I say scratching, y'all, I wish I could play it for y'all. Oh, my God. When I say scratching, I mean scratching. And y'all probably like Jessica, you're over-exaggerating actually i'm really not i'm really 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 not when i say they were scratching through the walls they were scratching hold on i bet i can play it for y'all y'all hear that they're scratching trying to get out of the wall because they closed them in the wall like, and you're going to tell me not to worry about it. Like, girl, what do you mean? Like, I work in this office. Not alone, you got me in black mold. You also got me in a wet floor in mildew. And then you got rodents in the wall telling me don't worry about it. And y'all did not enclose them in and they're scratching. And if they're scratching, you can hear them. That means them mugs is big as hell. Talking so like, about, oh, we've had a problem with mice. They've been trying to grow underground. I don't give a damn what the situation is. I pay for pest control and y'all need to handle business. They ain't do it. Fast forward, long story short, short story long, they didn't fix nothing, and I'm pretty sure them rotors are probably still in the fucking wall, y'all, I'm not even trying to hold y'all, until I moved out, okay, a week after I moved out is when they actually brought everything up to code after getting civil citations. So, you know, we got to handle it the Karen (laughs) way. So I'll see them when I see them. But they had me fucked up. So it was like in that time dealing with the fact that I didn't have a job. I couldn't move because I had no job. And excuse me, because when I finally the place that I did apply to originally didn't allow me in because of something something so minuscule and so stupid, which I'll talk to you all about that. Another day at another time. Once I get over that hump, I'll I'll, I'll disclose to y'all. Because I know y'all fan bam. I keep it 100 with y'all. I'll tell you what it is. But there was an issue that happened. And it was pretty much hindering me from moving into that space. But baby, when I tell you my God is bigger than my problems. And I'm trying not to cry. The space I had got denied from in my apartment. The space I was in where I didn't have a job for eight months. January 12th, I got a new job, right? Do y'all know when that 22, 22, 22, 22, 22 portal opened? 22, 22, portal opened? Remember how everybody was a big thing? Like for Bratt and Judy, we 222. I applied for the apartment I'm in now, which is two times, which is pretty much a size and a half bigger than the apartment I was in, way more spacious, and definitely like, When I say my office, as y'all can probably hear my echo, I would have just had a sunroom and then like a spare bedroom and then like everything would have still been on top of each other like it it was in my old apartment. When I said God said I haven't taken nothing from you, my child, that I haven't doubled in increase, the space I'm in now, I went from 931 square feet to 1,337 square feet in an apartment. So much room now to the point it's like, I had to buy more decorum from my walls because I had so much space. I still have empty cabinets in my crib that are not filled with glasses and stuff because everything has a space. My storage unit is small, but I don't need it because the, the walk-in closet in my guest room is ginormous. My guest room, which is my office, is ginormous. My closet is freaking gigantic. And with all the clothes sneakers I got, I could fill all of my sneakers All of my sneaker racks and both my dresses and my queen size bed in my bedroom. I I haven't been able to do that since I lived in Delaware. The moral of the story is my breakthrough from what I've been through was bigger than what even I had asked for. Sometimes we are so caught up in the moment of being in that moment of being so stuck. We don't realize that God's already had it figured out, okay? The mission of what you think is not for you. It's already figured out. The universe has it figured out. I, whoever is your higher power, it has it figured out for you where it's like, get through this transition. Let me see how you're going to act to see if you deserve that blessing. When I got denied that first apartment, I was devastated. I was devastated. I'm like, me? How are you going to deny me? Like, what? But the place I'm at now, I made mean, I was upfront and honest about the situation and 22222, 22, I still got the bottle I popped of McBride sisters and it says 22222 22, new apartment. That's when I got approved. When we get things taken from us, it's always in the moment because we're just so attached and used to it cuz it's a comfort. We don't want to go ahead and let it go. But how can you break through and say you've been through and had a blessing at the end of your breakthrough if you're constantly holding on to what was instead of looking at what is and what's going to be? I had to get myself at that mindset because, baby, when I stepped into this and looked at how it was literally less than the space I was in and the space that I was in was literally smaller than where I'm at now, like, I wasn't going to pass this up. Then I got a job with a higher salary than the salary I had left and got fired from. Working from home where I'm not the only female, where I work with females who understand what it is to be a female, what it is to have work-life balance. You see what I'm saying? Sometimes we have to go through those uncomfortable shifts in order to get the success, the satisfaction. Because God's never going to put us in places where he don't feel like we are able to maneuver out of. What do they always say? It's a marathon. Not a sprint. You got to take your time and pace yourself because there's going to be moments when you want to sit here and give up. And you got to realize that it's bigger than what your mind is telling you. There's more to the story. You feel me? So me being in this new space, And literally, I made it clear because a lot happened in my old spot. And when I say a lot, I mean a lot. A lot happened in my old spot. A lot of good, a lot of bad, a lot of ups, a lot of downs. But y'all got to remember, I was in that spot for three years. And guess what? I chose to be in that spot for three years because I was so comfortable. It wasn't until I realized last year where it took me getting fired from my job. Like, yo, I don't want to be here. This place is not for me. It's not quiet. There's been shootings. There's been killings. I feel like I'm back home. I came where I'm at, where I'm living, to be in a space of tranquility and peace. So those eight months where I sat and just only had the opportunity to sit because there could, what do they say? You can't do nothing else but do something else while you wait. I was waiting to get a job. So what can I do? Is but sit in my thoughts, think to myself, process what's going on, and just honestly and truly just... Break down like, well, this is where we're at. Where are we trying to go? Still scripting. Still journaling. Still manifesting. Still masking in the process because I don't like everybody in my business. But masking to the outside world who don't who knows of me. But letting those who know me be included into my process of how I'm thinking because that's who's supposed to have my back. We got to stop trying to push those away that we want close to us and just say, hey, I need you and stop treating them like the people that know of us when they're the people who know us. Let Let me bring that back. We have to stop pushing away the people who know us and giving too much to the people who know of us because those who know of you don't know what's for you or what's best for you and give you advice or give you the type of ways that you need to maneuver to be your best self in times of trial and tribulation. They'll give you whatever's generic that works for them because they don't know what works for you. When we give advice to people, we got to stop giving it for as if it works for us. Give it as it works for that person because that's the only way they're going to receive it. Sometimes you have to step out of self to go through your breakthrough to get to that brand new. You feel me? So I had to step outside myself and really just sit here by the grace of God. I was blessed enough to be fortunate enough to have not had to go back home at any point in those eight months, not unless it was by choice to visit, I was blessed beyond measure. But that just showed me how strong my family unit is when it comes to financial stability and support because that was no small fate, no fame bill neither. You see what I'm saying? But a lot had happened where it was just like, I had to find my mental space that when I get a new job, how am I going to approach these situations? How am I going to approach this type of energy that I know doesn't align with me, but I have to not let it distract me from what I'm here to do, which is my job. And I can safely say, even after this past week, I've been like, yo, I gotta be vocal, but it's like, how do I communicate to them? And y'all know who them is. Where it doesn't come off as the angry black woman. You see what I'm saying? So me and my manager had that talk, where we're now having a common consensus and understanding where now I can progress and feel comfortable Rather than feel so tight and anxious like I have for the past couple weeks, to literally have that open dialogue and communication where she wasn't offended. I haven't had that before. So when she said to me in my interview to let me know if things change, let me know how you feel, and me being transparent and vocal, she respected the fact that I didn't hold back, but I was still respectful about how I felt, and vice versa. It was received. Sometimes it just takes you speaking up or speaking it into existence or speaking out. What you want, you're the only one in your way. I was so focused on that one apartment, I didn't take the time to look other places. Let me tell you before that two weeks started, when I started my new job, I want y'all to know I was out touring apartments myself and the apartment I'm in now I found so this is a space that not my mother found but I found I had to also learn in that emotional space of being in the, that 8 months I have to start living for me and not living for her and allowing her to have so much access and reigns over me to making decisions as if I'm not a grown ass woman but then getting mad when I let her when I'm when I'm talked to like a child while I'm allowing her to still hold the reins as a parent given she's going to forever be a parent I am her child but not a child so if I want to have free reign I gotta be a big big girl and a grown-ass woman about my shit and make my decisions and stand on what i say and not retreat back in a form of transgenerational toxicity and feel like i gotta shut up because she's my elder oh hell no remember you told me don't let nobody ever disrespect me that means you included you're not exempt from the rule so uh, this is what i this is what i'm doing this is where i'm moving and that's that my mom even tried to make me change my dates on moving because it could it didn't work for her schedule and work better. Oh no, I'll do it myself. I'm a Virgo, and that's what the And guess what? It got done, and I did it myself. Started packing beginning of February. Literally packed up my whole damn two-bedroom apartment, boxed everything to freak up, packed up, let the movers come, moved it, unpacked majority of it, and baby, we're here. That whole process of doing that, y'all, for me was me, as my cousin Keisha says, stepping up to handle on your own because there's gonna be times in your life you gotta do it by yourself. And it's not because you don't have the ability to ask. It's not because you don't have the availability of those around you who are willing to help. Like Avia came on my ass. She was like, girl, I told you I'd help you if I need you. I know, but I'm the time of respect of people's time. I'm not about to ask you last minute to come help me move a bunch of boxes to help me organize. That's disrespectful, especially when you offer time and I had time to ask you in advance and you offered yourself. To me, that's just rude and disrespectful. But then again, I'm the type, I think that way. But i'm like you know what this is something i gotta do for me to show me i can do it so that me moving myself was literally a paradigm of me showing myself that if i'm gonna get through where i gotta get through to get to the other end of this shit, i gotta do it by myself i gotta do put the my foot forward i gotta take the initiative I got to make the moves. I got to put in extra time and find the time and grind and do what I got to do to get it done. Because at the end of the day, it's not going to stop. One monkey don't stop no show. So if you want to do it, you're going to do it. And I think that's then, honestly and truly, where my mother found my respect for me as a woman. I really feel that's when my mother found respect for me as a woman. When I told her, well, you know what, whatever, don't come down, da-da-da-da, I'll do it myself. And I actually did it myself. She was shocked. You packed up that whole bedroom, two-bed apartment, and unpacked, and put decorum, even though you know her, she's pretty judgmental. She doesn't like my decorum, but she don't live here. I do, and I'm like, okay, and this is not where you live. This is my residence. You do what you do at your house, where you live by yourself. I do what I do in my house where I live. This is not a discussion. This is not a, a democracy. This is Jessocracy, which means I do what Jessica wants in this mug. You feel me? Because I pay the bills. Sometimes those spaces where we feel like we're down and out is where we get our most energy. Sometimes in those spaces where we feel like we can't do it or feel like it's overwhelming and too much, it's the fact that our mind is telling us and the devil's so busy to make you think that you're not. But listen, baby, you got it. What are you going to do to make sure it gets done? What steps are you going to take now that you know the outcome of the situation that wasn't dependable? How was I going to step in for myself? Because I've always had mommy and auntie as a crutch. So what is Jessica going to do this time where Jessica only has Jessica? Sometimes you got to give yourself enough credit to know what is. You, what are you going to do for you? How you going to get to that brand new? Because you want that breakthrough. By any means necessary my Malcolm X, I was going to do whatever I had to do. Which even made me having to take three trips in my own car to get the personal stuff I didn't want on the truck to get broken. And driving back and forth for 20 minutes. Literally for three hours getting my stuff and packing up my own car. Yes. That's what I did. I was willing to make that. And it was the best decision ever. And now being in a space where it's cleansed and it's open where I literally have in my office no blinds because I like to have the, well, I have the blinds, but I have no curtains because the sun shines because I have bay windows. The sun shines in on me and it just allows me to let God shine on me. And I know at a certain time of day between two o'clock on my lunch, when I come back from the rest of that part of the day, God's shining his light on me. It reminds me of how far I came to know how much more I have to go. Don't stop dreaming because at a point in time, I was living in a two-bedroom apartment where I had to have a roommate who left me for dead where I couldn't even afford to really keep up the rent for a two-bedroom, two-bathroom apartment. Once again, from sugar to shit, mice, roaches, snakes in the drain, black mold, to going to a one-bedroom where the situation happened again, to then getting moved to where I'm at now, where the situation happened again, to now finally be in a space where it's like I know how to handle this. I could do it myself. Wherever I move, the maintenance got to be on point. The area has to be calm and quiet and collected. The the, the grounds have to be kept. They remodeling my whole apartment complex. Down to the pool. Down to the weight room. Anything I put in as a work order, done within two days. Shout out to Gianni, my, my man. But the space I have to be able to literally sit in my office if I want to just lay on the middle of my floor and just meditate. Or have my workspace so far back from my my realm of my punching bags and my weights and my sneakers. It's kind of like a closed off section. That I haven't had. So when you have that peace, you're not letting anybody just come in. What happened at that old spot? What do they say? Whatever happened in my past, that's my old address. I don't live there no more. Whatever happened in that old spot, that's my old address. I don't live there no more. It's even crazy because I even made it to the point where I did even get mail forwarded. Certain mail I'm having forwarded to my new spot because some of that shit is, is junk mail. Some people are junk mail. They can have your old address and they can keep trying to send stuff your way, but in reality, where you are in the new space, it don't ever get delivered. That's like God. God blocked it. He never let me fall, period. Kurt Carr said it best. You have where you have where I used to be. You're not here where I am now. And sometimes when you make that transition from where you used to be at that old address to where you are now, everybody don't deserve to have access to that address. The piece I'm in, I've had three people at my crib. Three. One of them has been over and they probably are never, never invited back over here again. But my brother Derek and my homegirl Lavia And the other person ain't welcome. And I owe four people and Sade, which happens to be my brother's girlfriend. Mind you, they just came over within the last two to three weeks span. I've lived here for almost two months. You do the math. I wanted to enjoy my space for me because I had struggled so much in the space I was. It was time for me to release and actually enjoy and reap the benefits of my blessings. So when they came over, it was a different vibe. Like my even my decorum in my spot is different from the spot where I used to live at gave off like discombobulated, just moved transplant. My space now gives grown women sexy. I'm here to entertain. This is giving a homie real grown woman 30, 30 in her vibes. And y'all know I gotta keep my zebra and my red, because that's what I do. But like it's giving that type of energy. I had to switch it up because the same decorum I had at that old spot, some of it might work here, but all of it ain't going to work here. I have my degrees and my my certificates on my, my mantle over my fireplace because I want when you walk in, that's the first thing you see is who and know who you're dealing with. You see what I'm saying? The same energy I had there, I can't bring in my new space. Just like when you come out of something, the energy you had there, you can't bring into something new. And when you find that peace, don't let anything interfere with it. I'm on a blocking spree. Sisters blocked. Father's wife blocked. I don't care. I don't. What are you here for? To cause havoc, mischief, and misery in my life? I don't want it. Bye. One person I was cool with, random cutoff, not asking questions, blocked. You disturb my peace or one inkling and there's a one red flag where you're giving off of where I'm at. One person gives off this hater vibe and half ass support shit. I'm going to deal with you from a distance. You're not welcome here though. Because this is my inner sanctum, my sanctuary. This is where I lay my head and all the energy in here is positive. And I don't want nobody else coming into my black girl magic domain not bringing the same freaking energy, whether you got wealthiness as a black man or gratefulness as a black woman or whoever the hell you may be. You are not coming through my threshold of my peace where I'm allowing your energy to intertwine with mine and we're not on the same frequency. Oh, I hail to the nah. Because I spend most of my time in this space, especially in my office because I work from home. But nonetheless... In this energy as a whole because I'm always in my living room. I'm always in my bed. I'm always in these communal spaces where I'm allowing you in. So, no, we can't do it. It's a hard decision sometimes, but sometimes you got to do it. You got to do what's best for you. Don't live for nobody else. Don't make moves according to somebody else. Because if it's not something that you want to do and it's satisfactory to you, then then point at the end of the day, what are you doing it for? Protect your peace breakthrough to brand new and for me i feel like this is just a stepping stone to the beginning of what i really want to do and where i really want to be and ain't many people i've invited to my crib it ain't many people invited and never will be and and it's intentional i don't you don't deserve that access to me you don't deserve that right period so what are you gonna do how you gonna break through and be brand new again mine happened to happen mine happened to be emotional where i learned to control my emotions and not make per professional decisions or personal choices and preferences mine also came spiritually where i got more inclined with myself and understanding myself and what i know and how i feel around certain people and what kind of energies and frequencies are given to me when i interact with certain people and how i feel my mental or how i actually dissect and you know process certain things, if it's worth my energy, time or not, or should I just turn my brain off? And then physically, where I literally moved into a new space. And renter's insurance is required, right? My renter's insurance is my spirituality. My ancestors don't play about me. My God don't play about me. The universe don't play about me. So that's my renter's insurance. As I'm here on Earth, occupying on my um, occupying my time on this Earth, I'm protected. I'm always protected. My crystals are my renter's insurance. They protect me. They provide a shield with energies that are allowed for me to not have to hear all that outside noise. And times I need to be just sitting here in silence, and just be at one with self. So what is your breakthrough to get through i don't know we're gonna figure it out but when you do take hold of it and don't forever forget it because in reality it's something that once you once you let somebody have your peace they got your power so make sure you break through to your brand new and even if you in that situation now it's not forever hopefully this helped hopefully my story was shared Hopefully, y'all feeling a little lighter. I want to hope and pray that y'all have a blessed and prosperous week to start it off. And as I always say on air, let's keep it real. Be real, be true, and always be unapologetically you. I'll catch y'all on the flip. Much love.